Hold one. Arm drag. Brett screwed Brett. It's me, Austin. I did it for the rock. Oh, shut your mouth, you thong wearing fatty. Number four, arm bar. I am Sir Michael Cole. What? Welcome everyone to this week's episode of Grapplecast. It's me, I'm back, it's Taryn, alongside Dan, Jamie and Joe. Daniel. What's up, Boos? There we go, on cue. There was a delay there. Hello. I was disappointed. <laughs> oh, hello. <laughs> There's just Joe popping up. Hello. How are we doing, hello. guys? Yeah, pretty good. Glad my uh, internet's working now. We can actually record this. So, yeah. yeah. All so it's all rosy. down your end, hasn't it? Um, most of today's sky, I think, hasn't it? Yeah, but we're, we're back, back. We're up and now. running. We, we get to do this. You know, we got the hamster in the wheel. We're good to go. Well, we're, we're back now on our new allocated day of Friday, so you'll be listening to this from Friday onwards. So each week now, Grapplecast will be recorded on a Thursday, and you'll be listening to us on a Friday going forward. Card subjects to change. We do live our normal lives as well. No doubt Jamie will have some sort of awful Tom Cruise film to go and watch at some point. Oh, no, wait, well, because they've all been delayed. They've all been delayed, so we can't go see any of them for 2021. There is some joy left in this world. But I said to Dan before, I'm more annoyed that Jackass Forever, the fourth film, has been delayed till next year. It's finished. It's ready to go. you know who's in it? Well, apparently, apparently Darby Darby Allen's in it, but he's denied it now. I said, no, I'm not. So I assume that means he is. And he's just saying he isn't. Some sort of skateboard trick, I'm sure. We swear. (laughs) (laughs) What if it is just like a cover-up and Darby Allen isn't in the film but I thought you were going to say it's is. just a cover up and Darby Allen is Daniel Bryan <laughs> hey, stranger things have happened it was me Austin it was me all along <laughs> we do have All Out coming up is it this, it is this weekend isn't it All Out Sunday yes. oh, I was kind of hoping it was Saturday no we're, we're busy Saturday we it would are have been busy great Saturday. to have it on Saturday. Well, we are busy it? Saturday, but then it means we could watch it on Sunday. But then now we're going to have to watch it on Monday, and we're working Monday. Or you just watch it Sunday night, like me, because I no, pre-ordered it last month. Because yeah, then I'm up early for work, and I won't be able to concentrate. Oh, th- the troubles of the world. I think we got a few surprises. I was actually excited um, this morning to check the results. I thought we were going to see a Adam Cole um debut last night so it's like oh let's check it let's check it and nothing happened but i think there's quite a few that are potentially going to be happening at all out uh, not just the potential male names but with that uh, women's buy-in battle royal as yeah. well i think i've got a feeling there's going to be a couple names there floating around we are going to break down the event we as normal we won't count it on our pay-per-view predictions and um, just because that gets Speaking of, too you much you weren't there. here last week just to remind you i'm winning taryn don't in your bottom no, you need to send me the scores. How did it I do on the predictions? Bottom. I must have got at least 12 points. No, I think I... Was it Joe and myself got seven? Yeah, me at six. Well, and when I'm looking now, Roman Reigns, five. yeah, he won. <laughs> Lashley, he won. Usos, they won. Uh, did Shane... No, Shane was doing one, did he? Drew won. And RK, bro. Yeah, there's five. Yeah, five points. Five quality points. Didn't Joe get a wipeout because he said Biggie was going to catch it? We, we said it's down oh. to you. 
I, I gave him the points, but it's up to you if you gave want to Even the points for what? There was no cash in. What did we uh -huh. say? We said he I got an extra... up to you. Well, I think he said we said he got an extra five points if he cashed in, but if he didn't, he lost five points. Not that he was wiped out, but how many points did he get? Because if he got five points, he got seven he with me. Oh, so he gets two points. Uh, so we're not, we're not going to be too bad to you, Joe. You will still get two points, but they're the rules. If you want to make these crazy predictions that Big E's going to catch, he doesn't even have the briefcase anymore, does he? You know he got it back. Yeah, up, he got it back. Uh, Corbin on the pre-show. I, I, do, I didn't watch the pre-show. Come on now, who watches the pre-show? I mean, that's him, Baron Corbin's new gimmick. Happy yeah, Corbin. Yeah, Happy Corbin. I saw his hat. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody hat. He had there. a great time in Vegas and he won lots of money. He was having a good time. I'm surprised they've brought in the Happy Corbin gimmick. Um, I mean, we're moving away from all out here. We will go back to it in a moment. But I I'm surprised that they went so quickly into the Happy Corbin gimmick. I thought they'd stretch out this depressed Baron Corbin a bit longer. I was enjoying that. That that was fun. It was something a bit different. I know I know people are already hating on this Happy Corbin, but you're supposed to. You're not supposed to like the fact that he's now in the position that he's in. So that's working. It is working well. But I don't know. I, I'd have just liked to have seen him got a bit worse. With I mean, how far you could have got with that? Who knows? We we don't want to be bringing back the um, Tim White bloody jumping into big. Well, that's not wise. <laughs> well, that's not wise. No, we don't want Corbin to be doing that. Not in this day and age. Anyway, I don't think it will go down too well. But. Yeah, I, I'd have liked to see them stretch that out and use their imagination a bit and see how far they would have gone. But at the end of the day, this is only going to pay off if there's a payoff, you know, with Baron Corbin. And what that payoff will be, who knows? But it's very hard to get interested and invested in something if at the end of it, he's either just going to disappear again for six or disappear for six months or the character's just going to be repackaged again. There needs to be some sort of payoff. Again, what that's going to be, I don't know. I'm not saying he's going to become the world champion, but he should probably pick up a mid-card title. Yeah. Has he been a champion of any kind? I'm trying to think. I'm not sure, he had the money in the Dan, band, didn't he? Dan's trying to speak, but no sound is coming out. Oh, yeah, Daniel, look Dan, at him. Exactly. He's on mute. He could have been putting in some quality... There you go, he's gone now. He could have been putting in some quality thought into that. Joe, what do you think? What do you think is going to happen with Baron Corbin? I think he's probably going to get, like... I don't know what title to give him, to be honest. I mean, US title or intercontinental title. I mean, I, I don't know where this is going to go. I mean, it's a good... I think the fact he's won many in Las Vegas and it was at Las Vegas... Was it summer, you know, SummerSlam was in Las Vegas? It makes sense for him to change gimmick. Oh, yeah, I've won all this money in the casino. Um, but he hasn't really changed his gimmick. He's just gone, oh, yeah, I'm happy copy now because I'm back to being rich again. Uh, he tries to buy Biggie's um, money in the bank off, money in the bank contract off him for some money. So I, oh. I maybe he's going to be like the new million dollar man. He'll just like pay people to like. Take somebody out. That's a good shout. I've just had a, a Google. I forgot that he is a one-time US champion. Um, amongst... That's what I was trying to say before I was muted. Oh, there we go. He did know. <laughs> He's a lion. He didn't know. Um, yeah, he is a one-time US champion. Obviously, Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal winner, Money in the Bank winner, uh, King of the Ring. 
He's also <laughs> the Wrestling Observer newsletter gave him the worst gimmick award of 2018 when he was the constable, <laughs> when he was like that interim GM type Constable thing. Corbin. But also in 2018 and 2019, he was awarded most overrated. That's a bit harsh, <laughs> I think. I think that's a bit harsh. I what think he's, it... really, he's really good now. I think we've been waiting to see him actually develop a bit of a character and be something a little bit different. And with this bum Corbin, now he's happy Corbin. He's actually showing a bit more personality now. So it's nice to see. But he was also, um, he was in the um, Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic final with Rhino, was his tag team yes. partner, when he when he lost to uh, that Samoan Joseph and Finula Bala uh, in the final. What did um, Pat McAfee call him on SmackDown the other week? He, did you did you see that clip or did you watch SmackDown? You probably thought when Baron Corbin came out, he said, um, he said, here he comes, it's that basic ass, it's that bum-ass Baron Corbin. <laughs> <laughs> the bum-ass Baron Corbin. He wasn't on country this week, though, was he? Because um, um, he has the COVID, the Jero COVID. So they he had uh, Corey Graves and um, they had Kevin Owens. And actually those two in commentary, it was actually it was a little bit refreshing. But I bet Kevin I do Owens not Oh, he's brilliant. It was bits where he just kind of was mumbling, didn't make any sense. But that's always going to happen. But to be honest, it was nice to have a bit of... Uh, was Kevin Owens on it the whole time? Yeah, he was there all day. Oh. Um, and he was actually putting over a lot of the talent and he was talking and he was actually giving a lot of background. It was quite refreshing to hear, to be honest. Oh, well, yeah, I might have to have Is that the first time he's done it? Um, I think he's done, like, segments. Full time, um, yeah. Yeah, I think he's done like, yeah. bits sporadically, um, and he's been on NXT. But yeah, that's just like the first full time show, I think. Smashing, right? Not enough Let's... about WWE. Come on, right? Let's get into. Shall we do the news? There's some WWE news. No, no. We'll tell you what. We'll jump into all out. We'll, we'll get that out of the way. We will, and then we'll jump into a bit of news before we have our quiz to finish off the show. So yes, uh, this Sunday, as you rightly said, Jamie, Saturday the fifth. 2021, it's the Sunday event. The 5th. It, yes, Sunday the 5th. Is that not what I just said? I said September the 5th. Saturday the 5th. Oh, dear God. Well, I wish it was Saturday. Um, it's the it's all out. It's the stop onto the more important way of full gear, I would say. Um, and we've got 10 matches in all, one match that's now been moved to the pre-show. I think the women's battle royal was supposed to be on the pre-show, and that has been moved over now onto the main card. So we now have a match that's been announced for the pre-show. Um, so we might as well kick it off with our thoughts and who we think going forward. Where is it, remember? Where is all that? Yes, out? we know we will get to that when we get to match number nine. Well, probably, I assume it will be. Well, can it be the main event? There's I think it, will be the, it has to be. Send them all home happy. It we'll treat it as the main event on for the purpose of this. I mean, we can discuss that when we get to it, whether we think that's right or wrong. But, um, yeah, in Chicago, all out, pre-show match. We won't include these in our prediction league, but we will break it down and give our thoughts. So, the first match. Have any of you guys seen what the pre-show match is? Oh, it's a cracker. It's a quality cracker. I think, I think I've seen it was like an eight-man tag, wasn't it? It's Orange Cassidy, Chuck Taylor, Wheeler Utah, and Jurassic Express of Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. So I think it's a ten-man tag oh, you're versus the HFO, Matt Hardy, Private and Private Party, and TH2, Angelico, and Jack Evans. Um, Match of the night. I, I will... <laughs> 
I'll start off now by I might I will get this out of the way. I assume the faces will go over on this. It's the pre-show match. It's getting people to buy in effectively. It's getting people to buy in to purchase the event. We're not on the WWE network here. This is about twenty pounds or about thirty dollars, all in all, I believe overall for everything so people are going to have to part with their hard-earned money for all this so they're going to want the faces to go over give the people something happy to um to buy the event for the faces will win but not just that i've been a bit with matt hardy lately because i understand what they're doing with him they don't want to bring back that broken gimmick. well if at all but they simply don't want to bring back the broken gimmick yet he wanted to leave it and bring it back when the crowds were back they are back now but this whole since he turned heel, he's just turned into a bit of he's a bit of a jobber faction, is all I'll say. And I expect no different from this. And the faces will go over. I will say that um Angelico from TH two will Yeah, orange Orange Cat I don't care. Orange Cassidy, yeah, he seems to be over for some reason. Nobody knows why. Well, go on, Jamie. Sorry, I was gonna quickly just say about Matt Hardy. It seems to me now on AEW, he's more like he's like a wrestler, manager, a bit like MVP is to uh, Bobby Lashley. Like he seems to be more of the more the manager side of the things now than actually wrestling. That's what I, I it looks like to me that he's transitioning to more of us like a like a coach kind of thing. So does that weigh into your prediction on this one, Joe? I mean, I'm probably gonna go with you. Like the face is gonna win, like Jurassic Express, and all that. Not win, but I'm the same as you. Like the, the, I can't see the heels winning unless Matt Hardy gets more people in, involved. Well, I can see Daniel shaking his head and rubbing yeah. his microphone against the stubble on his beard. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, you're going for the you're going for Matt Money Hardy. Are you on this one? Yeah, because if you look at it. Like everybody in his faction, if they win, they get the winners' checks, and he gets a cut of everybody's winnings. So it makes sense for them to win the match. Whereas the cluster of the other team that make no sense whatsoever, and why they're a team, and all a big faction of five people, they make no sense. But the CFO or Matt Hardy, MFO or whatever, DFI, SOS, that that tag team stable, whatever he's got going on, makes sense for them to win because Matt Hardy gets loads of money. So I think it will be that the heat the Faces are going over, but I think the heels will get the cheeky win. But then it'll be one of these things that like Matt Hardy's stuck in the ring on his own and they all hit a finisher on him and the crowd are then happy. But I think Matt Hardy's faction will get the win, but then they'll do loads of finishes on Matt Hardy himself. Or they could actually have another member join in that team, you know, because it's not AEW unless you're a member of a faction. So something could happen with that too. <laughs> I assume Jamie's going for Orange Cassidy since for some reason he thinks the sun shines out of his arse. Well, I think mainly with AEW, they absolutely adore Jungle Boy. Like, Jungle Boy always gets over. So, a team with Jungle Boy and Orange Cassidy, they can't lose. They would they would beat the Young Bucks. Put Orange Cassidy and Jungle Boy together. They'll be the team of the year. Nobody wants to see that. No, yeah, they're going to win. With both well, of them on there. If Money Matt Hardy's team wins, I will cancel my WWE Network subscription. <laughs> No, just because that's what everyone actually my subscription has cancelled for how long has the network been going now uh, ages seven or eight years yeah so for the first time in seven or eight years i no longer have a subscription to the wwe network and that's not through choice i got a new 
car, my card expired. I got a new one in the post, and I haven't <laughs> changed it all over on my accounts yet, like Amazon and stuff. And I think the network tried to take the payment today, and they went, "We've well, cancelled it because your payments failed." I thought, like, "Oh yeah, how are I you going to watch the bump?" <laughs> Do you know what? Yesterday, I clicked Facebook on Google. Yeah, I clicked on Google, <laughs> and the bump was streaming live. And I thought, "Oh, the bump!" And some random chap who I've never seen before, who was getting on my nerves after three words, was interviewing Cesaro. So I turned it off. Yeah, that's Matt Camp. He's the new uh, presenter of Raw Talk and Talking Smack as well. Yeah. He's on loads. Joe didn't like him at first, but he does grow on you. And he has actually replied to some of our Twitter questions. So, friend of the show. Oh, well, there we go. I tell you what, I, I yes, I anything I just said there, <laughs> very, very good. I was just going to call him Matt Crap, but I'm not. <laughs> I'll take that off. Only because I did only hear three words. And to be honest as well, I was working at the time as well. So... Um, yes, that's another reason why I wasn't watching this. I will watch next week, he says. Right. Next on the card, um, it's listed here as first match of the night, whether it will be or not. I don't think it will be, but we'll go with the 21 women casino battle royal uh, for... Oh, okay. This is new. I didn't realise it was for the Women's World shot? Championship. Well, it says he, That's uh, for a title. It can't be. No, yes, no. It's I read it wrong. A four A. Yeah, I read it as Casino Battle Royal for the AEW, but it's not. It's for a Women's World Championship match. On so, this one, can we all have, are we all only allowed one prediction um, to who will be a surprise entrant? And we all have to pick somebody different. Okay, oh, that's fine. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll run through who's in it. Let me see if I can do this in a breath. Nyla Rose, Thunder Rosa, The Bunny, Big Swole, Julia Hart, Take On T, is it Diamante, Penelope Ford, Red Velvet, Kurishida, Emi Sakura, Jade Cargill, Kira Hogan, is it Abaddon? I've never Abaddon, yeah. Abaddon, Abaddon, yeah. Layla Hirsch, Keelan King, Rebel, Jamie Hayter, Anna Jay, and then two competitors to be announced so you can either give me two names or you can give me one but i go on then yeah dan since you were uh, it sounds as if you've got a, a good quality idea here go i for think it. i i want to say the two names so i will I, I tell you what we'll do it that we can all have our own predictions of the two names then so ruby solo um okay. ruby, ruby, ruby right yeah or solo solo soho so soho uh, that works too. I reckon she'll be one of them because she's just done a uh, release clause and she'll be posting videos on the on the Twitter as well. But mm -hmm. Diana Perazzo has been going nuts on um, NWA. She's been tweeting constantly how about AEW keeps shunning her and not letting her come on the show with her Impact Women's title. So my prediction, not only for somebody who's going to be in it, but also win it, is Diana Perazzo, the Impact Women's Champion. Good call, Joe. I was going to say Ruby Soho as well. Oh, um, you can't. Yeah. Daniel just put the stipulation in. It has to be someone different. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> someone you, else. You, you, can, um, you can only give us one name. You don't have to give two. I'm just trying to think who it would be. Like, it was like, just got fired. Um, well, there's, there's Lana. Just got fired. There's, there's I could, Lana, there's I could, Tessa Blanchard. I, I would say Mickey James just for a lol. Um, okay. Yeah, Mickey James. Alright, Jamie. Um who was it that I was thinking of? It was I don't even know. What, what's she called now? I'm just trying to think of her name one minute. 
Peyton Royce. Yeah, that's who I was going to say. Because obviously she's with no, she's with Sean Spears. She's coming it, eventually. They've just rebranded themselves. Them, no, she'll be, be there as like a manager with her. I mean, they have said too, so whether both of them would be the two ends. What's their new names now? Uh, it it's a double I again, isn't it? It's, it's not iconic. A, I'll tell you now. Inspiration. The inspiration. inspiration. So that's I think the, that's, like, not a, that's not a question in the quiz. But maybe, oh, here we go. But maybe like Billy Kay, I'm just going to call him Billy Kay and Peyton Royce for now. But Billy Kay will be in Peyton Royce's corner and the Peyton Royce would be the one wrestling or Billy Kay would be the one wrestling. One of them would be the entrance, but Ruby Soho is going to win it. Okay. So because I'm not able to go with what Dan said about the artist formerly known as Ruby Riot, I'm going to go with the Mark Henry moment Awesome Kong. It was lies. She hasn't retired this week, <laughs> as she announced. Awesome Kong, one final appearance. It won't happen, but that's only because I was going to say Ruby Wright, so I have to pick someone else. My other one is going to be the shock heard around the world. Bigger than CM Punk returning. Bigger than any No. <laughs> Mine's going to be... I don't know why I'm saying this because she's been she's, McMahon. been she's been training with the WWE at the performance center in the performance center. She's due to debut any day now, but it could be the swerve. Tessa Blanchard is going to be all out. She's going to be in the casino battle royal, and she's going to shock the world. She's even going to come out with the shock master's helmet on. It's going to be that shocking. I thought um, you were going with Ronda Rousey then. I honestly thought you were building Oh, Ronda's going to debut. She's going to smash it. She's pregnant. This is, this, yeah, is a, this is something really interesting. <laughs> Tony Carter said there's going to be another big acquisition. And somebody said, oh, it's somebody nobody's mentioned yet. So somebody said, well, well, Bray Wyatt, Braun Strowman, all this business. Yeah, is they are big, but he's saying, oh, it's someone. Nobody seems to be mentioning Ronda Rousey, and it is because she's pregnant. So I'm not saying she, this is just going off on a tangent. I'm not saying she's going to be in the event, far from it. Um, but, yeah, that, that I mean, could be there's you, enough you, money you, to throw at her. You said there's two people, and obviously the big rumours of who else is going to debut in the men's. Why not bring his wife over and have the Bella Twins? No. <laughs> you can no, no, you can't no. Well, yeah. mode. Get free. <laughs> yeah. Um, I will say, though, that um, it's for a future world title match. It needs to be a face. Um, big Swole. I don't think she's very good, <laughs> but I'll say Big Swole. There we go. He has no idea who she is. She just looked. He just looked at the name. Went yeah. Uh. No, I do know Big because she's she's not a great in ring performer. Who's, I don't. Who's think. a manager? Who is she? Who's what? Who's a manager? I don't know. Who is she married <laughs> to in real life? Cedric Alexander. I know that. Yeah, former WWE superstar Cedric Alexander. He's still a superstar. He's still with the company, isn't he? Is he? Yeah. Is he? Why did I think he was on the last <laughs> round of really? Oh my good god! Apologies to Cedric Alexander himself. Apologies. Uh, yeah, very, very possibly. Yes, he is still in the WWE. <laughs> we just haven't seen him for weeks. Right, um, John Moxley and Kojima. A Ugh. the N the NWJPA. I can't even speak this evening. The IWGP um, former heavyweight champion. Is coming to AEW. 
This, I do you know what? I'm going to go out on a limb and say this match will disappoint because everybody's really, really hyped about this and thinking, oh, this is going to be great. You know, it's throwing back to when he was in Japan and it, 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 it's not going... That's my prediction. I don't particularly mind who wins. John Moxley will win, spoiler. But um, my prediction is that it's going to disappoint. I don't think it'll be as good as what people think. What do you think, Joe? I don't really know a lot about Kojima, to be honest. I'm not massively brushed up on New Japan Pro Wrestling, but as far as I know that he's like an old school Japanese wrestler, I mean, as you said, you know, John Moxley's been over to New Japan and he's faced all these New Japan Pro Wrestlers and they want to make the deal, you know, even better than what it is, you know, going back and forth with all these indie promotions. So I wouldn't be surprised if John Moxley put him over to help strengthen the deal like it doesn't it doesn't really weaken John Moxley you know he's still you're a tough son of a bitch and he's got you know a tag team with you know, the Mad King so yeah why not yeah let, let him win why not Jamie and Dan are you in agreement or pretty much couldn't have said it better lads <laughs> there John go. A win. oh well there we go two and two it will be the bout to knock the other guy out. Listen, <laughs> enough of all this talk now. The main match, the most important match of the evening, we're all looking forward to it. It's QT Marshall against... It, it's Paul White. It's Paul White. Um, the the, debut, the in-ring debut of Paul White himself. Um, shall we just brush over this one? Paul White to win. Yeah. There's no I do like his theme. I like the fact that I know we mentioned it previously, but I do like the fact that they've got the, the previous singer back from his WWE days uh, to sing and, the theme. Of course, that uh, no more BS. It has so many meanings. Well, it does, yes. No more Bravo Sierra. I know. I know it's true. <laughs> right. Let's go on to let's go on to a championship match. So we've got Miro defending the TNT Championship against Eddie Kingston. Now I've gone back and forth on this one personally. There's a lot of seagulls going past outside. I just the seagulls. I know you guys are in Brighton. A lot of seagulls. You're not recording this on Brighton Pier, are you? Not Brighton Pier. Is it Blackpool? You Blackpool? It's a bit tower. different. You're on the seaside. Um, it's the same thing. I assume it's coming from Jamie's uh, window. <laughs> yeah, most likely. Um, yeah, so I've gone back and forth on this TNT Championship match, thinking it's not necessarily too early for Miro to drop it because he's added a few months now, but I still feel that there's more for him to do with the title. At the same time, the aid. When I say the AEW fans, obviously we are all fans of pro wrestling, but I mean the specific hardcore AEW audience that they're homing in on. Um, they like Eddie Kingston. I don't massively get the appeal with him. He's a very good promo and he does work hard. I prefer Miro over Eddie Kingston. And that's no knock on Eddie Kingston. I just prefer Miro. Um, but because he's very, very over with the crowd, I've just got this feeling they're going to do a title change. I might be wrong. I probably am going to be wrong, but I, like I said, I've gone back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. I'm going to cement it now and say there'll be a new TNT champion. Hmm, interesting. There isn't, but well done. Yeah. Well, why, why not? Why? I not? agree with Jamie. I, I mirror all the way. 
There will be the debut of CJ Perry in Miro's corner. What do you yeah, think she's going to come down to the ring and cause the distraction? Most likely. Right, okay. It's been agreed then. Eddie Kingston's going <laughs> to win because CJ Perry's going to come down and she's going to shock the world <laughs> by turning on her husband and siding with Eddie Kingston straight out the bat. There's my prediction. Get it written down now, Joe. It's going to happen. <laughs> So you three are all going with me, are you? Well, we will see. Yeah. I'll stick with all of on this one. Um, you crash. <laughs> Lucha Brothers, Young Bucks, Tag Titles, Steel Cage match. Now, Dynamite last night was interesting because for anyone who hasn't seen it or read up on what happened, spoiler alert, there was a big commotion all at the end. Everybody was battering everyone. And then after the cameras stopped rolling, Tony Khan came out and was like, really, this video footage of it and get like off people's phones and stuff said he really wasn't happy with how the show ended with everybody laying into each other. And he will ensure that the steel cage match between the Lucha Brothers and the Young Bucks for the tag titles will absolutely 100% you can guarantee have no interference. Now, I don't know whether I'm reading too much into that by thinking he's going to add a further stipulation or somebody's going to be there to ensure that happens. Because it's going to be the referee. <laughs> Maybe so, yeah. Um, but going off on going away from that and just assuming he was just saying, yes, there'll definitely be no interference, what do we think is going to happen? This Is it time for the young books? And it'd be interested to get your views here. Is it time for them to drop the titles, Dan? Yeah, hundred percent. I, I think it's well overdue. It's the only title I can actually see changing hands, to be honest. Um, in this pay per view, I think they've had it for quite a while. They wanted the belts just to say that they are the tag team champions, but really, with their character, they don't need the titles. Um, with what they're doing at the moment, the little show and commotion, um, belts are starting to come off the super elite, and I think it is about time you put it on Sierra Miano. Give those guys the belts and at least then it'll freshen up the tag division because the Bucks really aren't defending it each and every week. They're not really doing much with it. So at least if you put it on Penta and you put it on Ray Fenix, you'll give it to them while they're not injured for a change. It'll actually be something a bit more fresh. You concur, Joe? Yeah, the young Bucks have had it long enough. I mean, seeing as that they just had the titles go, yeah, we're the best tag team in the world. They need to lose it eventually and then why not give it to the Lutra Bros? doesn't really hit that they could still say they're the elite and yeah why not yeah give it to the lucha bros why have i got a feeling jamie's gonna say the young books are going to retain because they are <laughs> is that what you're going with yeah i mean uh it's gonna be a big night for the elite i know we're probably gonna talk about it later but i think they're just gonna retain all the titles and you're going to have to wait for somebody big to come in and try and take it. Okay. Three uh, three on, or two on, no, three, yeah, three on one. Just like uh, Miro and Eddie Kingston's result. Okay, then, fair enough. Right. Paul White had a three on one match at WrestleMania in one. Where's Paul White? <laughs> um, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, versus Chris Statlander um, for the Women's World Championship. I assume we're all going for Britt Baker. I'm sure we can go yeah, Interestingly enough, she is coming up with Rebel. What if Rebel wins the Battle Royal and therefore has to face Britt Baker? 
This is why you're bottom of the prediction league. <laughs> oh, no, I'm just trying to, you know what I'm, to I'm trying to think out the box. I'm trying to improve what's become a stale product. Could you imagine if like, all of Taryn's predictions came in of how weird everything would be? Yeah, think about the ratings. This is what they need. They need me. <laughs> I think Chris Statland is one of these challenges. She's the perfect first opponent uh, for her to face. You know, it'll be a solid match. They'll have a good innings. But I don't think Chris it's Chris Statlander's time to actually be winning the belt and be defending I, it. I don't get her, and I don't mean that as a knock. I don't get the character. Why is she in? Yeah, but why? I don't I don't I'm I best don't know. of Orange Cassidy. <laughs> but but who who is the character? Like we can go ahead we can go along and we can say some gimmicks are stupid and some gimmicks are crap and some just don't work. But they're usually targeted towards someone like Nikki ASH for the moment. Yeah, of course it's targeted towards the kids. John Cena's superhero type gimmick as well, if you want to call it superhero gimmick, targeted towards the kids. There's always certain gimmicks that are targeted towards one specific audience. I, I don't understand what the Chris Statlander gimmick is supposed who that's supposed to be targeting. I think it's targeting the uh, twenty, you know, the twenty to thirty year olds who live in a basement. They wear black t black <laughs> t shirts constantly, long hair, neck, beard, and they own twenty seven Creed albums. It's, it's targeted towards those sort of people. It's an all right gimmick. <laughs> You know, you look at the women's division, they've got Alien, they've got legit Leila Hirsch, who's an MMA person who can't even win a match. You know, they've got um, yeah. Jay Cargill, who's a muscle muscle girl. You know, uh, they've got loads of different gimmicks that are starting to work. But yeah, I think the Comic-Con sort of goers would like the Chris Statlander character. People will dress up like it for Halloween. At least it's a gimmick and it's not just a generic creator wrestler type. So yeah, it works, but she is the you know the type of person you'd put... You know, like Dolph Ziggler's the person that you'd put against a new champion just to put him over. I think Chris Statlander yeah. is very similar to a Dolph Ziggler. They'll have a good match. It'd be solid. They'd get three out of five from Meltzer and we can move on to whoever wins the Casino Battle Royale. That's fair enough. So we are all going with a Brit Baker win on this one. We would assume... They'd be silly yeah. to make a change well, in the stage. No, Don't be stupid, right? <laughs> I'm moving on to the Jericho vid versus Mujifa MJF. <laughs> now, of course, we've got the stipulation on this one that if Jericho loses, he must retire from in-ring competition. So we, of course, how we had the labours of Jericho. Jericho did lose to MJF. Effectively, that should have been the end of the feud. Why they're carrying on, only God knows. However, they're having the rematch. It's going to be the rematch for Jericho to get his win back. This is my prediction. Jericho, there's arguments whether or not Jericho should still be an active performer in the ring or whether he should now transition. Well, that's an argument for another day. I don't think Jericho feels like his time's up. So it's just there purely for the stipulation. Jericho will win. However, there will be some sort of beat down after he's won and MJF is pissed. There will be some sort of beat down afterwards, taking Jericho out for the next couple of months so he can complete his fuzzy tour. Jamie? I was nodding along then, obviously, for everyone that can't see me there. <laughs> um, I was thinking the exact same thing. However, I wouldn't be surprised if MJF won. It's the right thing to do. But then how do you get around the stipulation of Jericho having to retire? Well, you he just said he commentary. I mean, like I said, he'll go on commentary, so he's he's still there. Obviously, he's going to go on his tour and then come back later. And then MJF could basically just basically take the piss out of him or whatever. And yes, but he must like, retire. Give me one more match, and if I win, I get a contract. 
So you're actually you going to, to go with it. MJF. Yeah, but I think I would love MJF to win, and then they it, it they have to then book it to obviously make his comeback done. I mean, they've done it so many times where it's been like a loser leaves SmackDown, for example, in WWE, and then to just turn up in the crowd the next night and all of a sudden they get another match and they get the contract back. Yeah, but they can uh, do that because they can go to Raw, for example. There's no brand split here. This is having no, to. This no. isn't even having to leave and This isn't even having to leave AEW. This is he must retire from an in-ring competition. Yeah, but I mean, so Ric Flair's retired four times. <laughs> Any, anything can happen. I, I think the right thing to do would have MJF win. Well, as Vince McMahon says, very the similar same to goes, what you said. Anything can happen in AEW. <laughs> but I think similar to what you said, Jericho will probably win, but he will get beat down after the match and be out until like December. Yeah. Yeah. What are we thinking, Dan and Joe? Yeah, Jericho. Uh, I think I've got, I'm going for a Jericho win. Um, you can't do somebody losing four times in a row. I think he's put over Maxwell Jacob Freeman enough. But yeah, I do agree with the beat down afterwards. And we could see somebody like a, um, a Braun Strowman or a Daniel Bryan coming out to make the save. Um, or even to Guerrero if you can make it to the ring in time. You know, do some sort of save angle with it. That'd be quite good. Could a Braun Strowman, though, be? Because has has MJF split from Wardlow now? Or are they still doing this tease? They're still doing uh, that. They're still uh, sort of stable, I think. Could Braun Strowman be the new heavy for MJF? And Jericho gets the win, but Braun Strowman comes down. Oh, my God, it's Braun Strowman or whatever they call it. They've renamed him now, haven't they? He's not Braun yeah. Strowman. He's going to be called Titan. Titan. Oh, my God, it's Titan. And they think he's coming to make the save for Jericho, but he's actually there to destroy Jericho and take him out for a couple of months. That'd be pretty well, good. What are they going to do at the start? Because isn't like Braun Strowman's theme where he goes, Braun! And he's Titan! He's going to go, Braun! <laughs> They're just gonna get um, the tight the, the, They're just gonna get Paul White's oh. um, theme music. Do you remember that old movie, Clash of Titans, um, with the, the stop motion and the, the little mechanical <laughs> owl? They'll get the Clash of the Titans movie soundtrack, and then that'll be a theme music. They'll well, get they... Enzo Amore and they'll dress him up like an owl, and he'll come to the ring. Yeah, well, there we go. Then it's been agreed. Forget Braun or Tatum. You want to call Enzo Amore? He's going to come down and be the one to beat up Jericho. And you can't teach that. No, thank God. We don't want to. Right, let's go on to the World Championship then, if we're assuming that it won't be the main event. Um, Kenny Omega defending against Christian Cage, Christian Cage himself. (laughs) Again, I think we're going to go quite easy on this, or certainly I am. That was a whole entire reason Christian won the Impact title. So he had his win over Kenny. Kenny will win this and will win this clean. Yeah, I don't think any of us are going to say anything different. Kenny Omega for the win. Christian's got his number. He's going to do it. He's going to lose to Kenny Omega. And then they'll have a clean And then they'll probably have a, a winner take all. Winner take all. Winner take all. Because there'll be one one in the series, won't they? So have they just need up. they just need to give the Impact title back to Impact. Well, they're in the process of doing that. You know, he's defending it on a regular basis, and there's enough people in Impact now. There is rumours that Braun Strowman is, is heading over to Impact, and there's rumours that. Um, Buddy Murphy, or whatever he's going by these days, he's about to debut for Impact within the next couple of weeks as well. Uh, Bray Wyatt. 
Bray well, White, they want Bray White. He will not get if it Bray no. White goes to Impact. Then no, I'm sorry, not going to happen. I will cancel um, my WWE subscription. But I enjoy Impact. As I know we discussed on previous shows. You know, I wish there was a better way of us in the UK watching it. But they they are getting some more new established stars. But you do need somebody with a bit of credibility. Um, and they're starting to get a few people there that might be able to take that belt and have it back on Impact. So it gets us talking about Impact. You know, without this AEW crossover, would we really be mentioning? All that much. No. No, but is it doing anything for Impact? That's my ultimate. Like, it's not... I still haven't watched Impact since the crossover happened. I don't think I've seen one match. Are people... I, to be honest, I've not seen the ratings, though. Are people changing the channel over to Impact when Impact is on and now watching it? Is, is that working? It's getting their stars over a lot more. So they had the NWA Empower thing on... Uh, the weekend, um, and a lot they had a lot of the stars on there, a lot of the AEW stars like Layla Hirsch and stuff going across as well. So their stars are getting more over, um, you know, and they're going over to um, AEW, and we know who they are. So their stars are getting over, but their actual show actually saying to me, "Oh, you know what? I need to tune over and watch it." I tend to just watch the clips on Facebook, even though they have like really good matches. It's so difficult to find that it, I just watch all the clips on Facebook. That's how I keep a keep a track yeah. on it. That's the problem. Hopefully, AEW won't get with that. Hopefully, they will sign a new deal with ITV over here for Dynamite. I know that we don't get Rampage. We have to sign up to Fight TV. Same for um, the pay-per-views, but hopefully, they crack on with that. Right, then. Let's get on to what we assume will be the main event. First match of the night. <laughs> it is that Chicago Maze Punk, CM Punk, making his in-ring debut. Debut. Uh, AEW. Against Darby Allen, it was announced that Sting will not be at the well. Whether or not he's at the event, he won't be in the corner of Darby Allen. He said he's going to let him go alone and prove his worth. So, this is where we make our prediction, and we I am going to go first and confirm that Darby Allen will be no, victorious, no. clean against. C- no, of course I'm joking. CM Punk is going to win, and he's going to be clean, and he's going to send everyone home happy. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think it is that Dar- Darby Allen. He's going to put in a good show in. I think he's going to help put Punk over. We don't know what sort of ring shape that Punk's going to be in. And after those punches that he did into the turnbuckle against Two Point last night, they were a little <laughs> bit iffy. So hopefully we do have a little bit in store for us. But I think it's going to be a solid six seven minute match. I don't think it's going to go on too long. C- CM Punk hits the GTS and then they shake hands, hug, raise hands, and then send everybody home all happy. I mean, there is going to be some ring rust there. I know he's been doing a lot of wrestling because of the new um, Stars TV show, which I've heard is very good. I still need to watch the first episode. Well, and he, one is good. Is it decent? Yeah, heels. Yeah, um, so episode I, three. Fair enough. So I know he's been doing that, um, and I'm sure he's been doing his training anyway, but I don't think people need to expect miracles. As long as it's a solid match and he, he performs well, I don't expect to be seeing the CM Punk from seven or eight years ago, or certainly not at the moment. Um but yeah, Jamie, Joe, we of course going with the same punk victory here. Yeah, same punk to win. He's got, you know, he's been away for so long. He's got to have a good first showing back, otherwise, what's the point? So yeah, same punk. Okay, now something we haven't specifically mentioned. We mentioned his name earlier. It is heavily rumored that this will be the event that Brian Danielson debuts at. I'm going to say he won't. However, if he does, how do they debut at this event? Do they just go, 
Oh, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, the newest acquisition, Brian Danielson. Here he is. Or does he interfere? Does he get involved in something? What does he do? Do we have any thought? I know I'm throwing this out. You see, the way I would book it is CM Punk goes over. He's shaking hands with Darby Allen. Then all of a sudden, flight the Valkyrie hits. Daniel Bryan comes down to the ring. Darby Allen's going, oh, wicked, I get to face another one of my heroes. And it's one of those moments where CM Punk and Brian Danielson look at each other and then they turn on Darby Allen, beat the living puss out of him, turn heel, and then they form a new version of the NWO. Good God almighty, I wasn't expecting that. And that's why Vince McMahon hasn't accepted your call yet to be a booker. I mean, if anything, both I was going to say, like, like, they could form a team and they'll be the ones that would beat the Young Bucks for the titles. But no. I think what's going to happen is it's going to be an announcement. All of a sudden, he's just going to come out and do a little interview. I tend to... It, I, like I said, I've got a feeling he's not going to debut. But if he does, I think it'll be... Um, what's his chops in the ring? Why is his name going out Tony Schiavone. Tony Schiavone will be like, and he, just like he did with um, Mark Henry and things like that. And here he's here, here he is. Um, just get Vicky Guerrero to do it. Um, Why don't you have, um, you know, I said NWO team. Why don't you have Adam Cole with them as well? Imagine those three people in a three-man team. Did you see the tease on Dynamite for Adam Cole with Britt Baker where she was, she was saying how there's been a new sign-in and... Um, there's been a new signing for EW and it's happening and everybody wanted it to happen, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh my God, it's Adam Cole. He's going to be you And yes, I can confirm I've signed the contract extension I have. Um, <laughs> so that was actually really, really good. Um, yeah. all right, I mean, well, there's that- so many different ways. To, that's one of the good things about AEW as well. I mean, I know they have done a lot of the um, announcements. It's like, oh, big announcement happened this week, new signing, you have to... You have to watch it. But they've been mainly the older talent that hasn't really wrestled like Big Show and Mark Henry. And I say Christian to a degree as well, but he has gone on to wrestle. But I think Brian Danielson is either going to have an announcement like that or he's just going to come at the end of a match and just have a face down. Maybe with Moxley. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe with Miro. Is... Is anybody going with me to say that he won't be at the event, or do you three think he all will? They've teased it I so think he much. Will. You're all going you right. want to talk about like if Daniel, if Brian Danielson debuts on that card, Ruby Soho debuts on that card, CM Punk goes over in Chicago. There's going to be strong, like there's going to be strong connection to say it's going to be the event of the year. It would certainly help with people buying the event after it's been on. They're hoping for a big buy rate to watch it live, but it will also get people to buy it after it's been on as well. And um, further buys for the buy rate as well. So yeah, no, I agree with you. I just think that I just think that they think they've probably got enough with the matches that are on there and the same punk match too. And CJ Perry in Miro's corner. How can I forget about that? Oh yeah, CJ Perry turning on Miro for Eddie Kingston to, to win. I forgot about that. But so uh, and of course can, just finally as well, they have announced CM Punk ice cream bars will be on sale at all of the Chicago events over the weekend. <laughs> oh, that's very nice of them. Hopefully they'll send some our way. Yes, we are P.O. Box. They're just chuck ices, aren't they? Yeah, <laughs> With special packaging. Are we are we all looking are we all going to watch it, whether we watch it live or not? Are we all probably watch, watch it, it the next day. It'll be something to look forward to watch on the Monday, yeah, but I'll definitely watch it. And we're looking yeah, forward definitely. to it. Yeah, boy. 
Brilliant. Yes, I will okay. be watching it live. Yeah, I'm sure you will. No spoilers in our group chats, please, <laughs> Mr. Crawford. Right. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so that's our preview and predictions, unofficial predictions, not for the Prediction League, for AW All Outcoming this Sunday. So let's have a look at some of the news then. Um, Raw this week. This week we are getting on to the WWE bits wah, now. Wah, wah. Not for the better. Did we all see the reports that the the script for Raw this week was torn up multiple times? Apparently, Vince McMahon. I just want to get your thoughts on this. Maybe you can kick us off, Dan. Um, Vince was. I mean, he's always unhappy every week, and the scripts get torn up. But allegedly, the reports are that this was one of the the biggest tantrums that they've seen somebody have. And it was literally rewritten minutes before the show. And um, I've even seen reports that parts of it were still written during the show as well, a live show, which wouldn't surprise me. Uh, is this just getting too much for him? I mean, I, I I didn't watch Raw, but I read the results. And if that's the Raw that they came up with after multiple rewrites because he wasn't happy, God, I don't want to know what Raw looked like before. Because I thought this week's Raw looked absolutely awful. I'm sorry. Yeah, there was, a, there was a couple highlights of it. There was a really good triple threat for the United States Championship where Damien Priest went over pinning Drew McIntyre. Um, that match was really solid. That was the only thing I'd say it was worthwhile watching. And also the Charlotte Flair versus uh, Nia Jax. It's worthwhile watching that just for what happened. Um, I'm sure we'll get into it in a little bit. But Raw in itself, it's been poor for weeks, been poor for months. Vince McMahon probably looked at it and started to realise a penny's dropping that actually the product is pretty crap. Um, and yeah, ratings are going all right. They're, they're maintaining, but they're not as good as they used to be. Um, I think he will continue. I don't think there's going to be massive shakeups. I know that they're doing that with NXT, but in terms of Raw, it was just an average Raw. It was exactly the same. But the things that they cut out were they were going to do Morrison versus The Miz, but apparently The Miz wasn't there. So they had to rechange it. They were going to do a long Dewdrop versus Eva Marie match, but. It last. It did. It only lasted about ten seconds, and it never officially started. There was some thing about Reginald flipping around a playground, which they pre-recorded. To be fair, it was okay, but the opening segment was really messed up. I know you guys haven't seen it, but it started off with Damien Priest going, "I'm doing an open challenge. Who wants to face me?" Sheamus comes out and goes, "Oh, I'll face you." Then Drew McIntyre comes out and goes, "I've never won the U.S. title. I want to add it so I can become a Grand Slam champion." All right, fair enough. But then. MVP and Bobby Lashley came out, and then Riddle and uh, and um, Randy Orton came out, and then Sonny D- and then they were all like, "We could have this match or this match," and they went through about three different types of matches they could have, and then eventually Sonya and Adam came out and went, "Right, you guys are having a tag match, and you guys can have a triple threat." But they're all in their wrestling gear. But then they all went backstage, and then later in the night they all made their entrances again instead of starting one of those matches straight away. So the opening segment was just a twenty-minute cluster that made no sense. You know, they went into the show, or oh, we got three book matches, and then all of a sudden they ripped it all up, redone it, and it just, it was all over the shop. And even with the Charlotte and Nia Jax match, they, you know, they ripped their script up halfway through the match or at the start of the match. So all of it, it just seemed like it was done on the flight and they were winging it. And it, I think it, even the most casual fan noticed that it was just winged. Did you see what happened during that Nia Jax and Charlotte match? Apparently mm-hmm. something went wrong towards the end of the match and they just both allegedly laid into each other. Um, march each other out a couple of times and then finish the match off as professionally as possible towards the end and allegedly there was no animosity backstage and they just cracked on as normal so they kind of tagged each other in the ring a couple of times gave each other a couple of receipts and that was that but 
it didn't look very good. It didn't look professional. From what I saw with it, from the moment the bell rung, it just didn't look like they had a flow. And I'm not a wrestler. I've never taken a bump and I've never actually put together a match. But you, you've seen wrestlers go out there and call matches by talking to each other. You know, they can call spots. They they have long hair for a reason, so they can cover their face to call spots. You know, I know the psychology aspect around a wrestling match, but there was points of it. I was pointing out to Joe that they were punching each other, legit smacking each other yeah. in the face. And you can see Nia Jack go, could you stop that? Like, ow, you're hurting me. And it wasn't like a, a heel saying that to get it to stop laying in the holds. It was generally they were actually smacking each other. And the finish of it, which was a like a Ron Simmons spine buster, Charlotte yeah. Fed didn't even bump it properly. Half of her leg was hanging out with it. And then after the match, she just lay there like, okay, I've done the J-O-B. I, I think it was. It looks like it was the case they went to build Meyer as like the next sort of contender. And Charlotte Flair was just being too big for her boots, didn't want to take the L and was playing up a little bit. But I think Nia Jax was quite unsafe with a few of the moves she did in the opening match and a few of the moves that she was doing with Charlotte. So some of it could have been received, but it, it looked like the idea of what they were doing in the match just went completely out the window. They were winging it for three quarters of the match. And it could tell even people who don't usually watch wrestling said to message me the next day and said, have you seen that Nia Jackson Charlotte Flair match? It just looked like they were having an actual shoot wrestling fight. I know that all of the rumor sites and all of the official sources are saying that no, 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 that's how it was meant to go. But if you actually watch it, it was really awkward. It didn't look like a wrestling match. It just looked like it was a shoot that two women were in a bar having a slappy fight, to be honest. That's what it looked like. Yeah, it was awful. So I think that kind of summarises up raw, then, doesn't it? Yeah, it was, it was just, <laughs> a load of, just a load of crap. And Dewdrop's entrance where she's got this like doot, doot, doot music and she's coming out and she's shaking her fingers like this over the audience. Like she's dropping it sounds the like bloody Emma's bloody... Uh... Do you remember? Yeah. Oh my God. What if she comes? What if to No. Okay, could be. It could be. Yeah. And Caleb. Caleb with a K. If we just speaking about Vince McMahon, it has been reported as well that both Vince McMahon and Bruce Pritchard are going to be producing the new version of NXT. We've seen the new logo. It's had a lot of hate. I don't particularly hate it. I don't particularly think it's good, but. I think anybody was going to crap on whatever they came up with. Um, but it's also been reported that there are going to be more releases coming as well. So I don't know if you want to kick us off on this one, Joe. What are your thoughts on the fact that Vince McMahon and Bruce will be producing instead of Triple H? And who else do you think they're going to get rid of? Um, I kind of briefly mentioned it last week to Jamie. I, I think the fact that they lost to AEW with the Wednesday night was... And yeah, okay, Alexi's like up a coming band. I think Vince McMahon's gone, right, I need to shake this up, I we need to change. I think Vince McMahon's pulled it by the horns and now he's he's going more like back to where he was before, like the athletes type of route to like people like um Brock Lesnar, Randy Orton, like people who were like athletes or like maybe second generation superstars. That's more of his his focus now. I I dare say you'll have people like the Johnny Gargano's of the world um, coming into NXT, but he wants the more like jacked up like sports person to come in. And I think him going back there to NXT, he could take the balls by the horns and go, right, I want the next like John Cena or Randy Orton. Like they had in, they're going to basically turn it back into like OVW or like, you know, Florida Championship Wrestling. They, they want to go 
back to that almost. I want the next Brock Lesnar. I want the next John Cena. And I think with with Vince McMahon there with his right hand men, um, Bruce Pritchard, he can like he can pick that person straight away. And then like, I suppose their NXT you're a lot safer. You're not on you're not on Monday Night Raw with NXT. You're like kind of allowed to make mistakes. So it's definitely changing for the better. I don't know, but we'll we'll wait. And I see. would say in a way, and this is, might be a controversial opinion on it, but this is how I look at it. How annoyed are we often when we watch NXT and go, "This star is amazing," like an Andrade. You watch him. This guy's incredible, and Alistair Black. He's going to be awesome on the main roster. Triple H is molding him. He's teaching him how to talk, walk, do everything. The minute they get on the main roster, they're chucked on main event. They don't get used, and they get fired. And we see it so many times with so many really good athletes. Well, look at what they do with Karrion Cross now. They've put him in that bloody half Gip gimp, match. half bloody B- half BDSM, half bloody Lord Lord Tensai type bloody setup. It's it's. I, I, and and, and I'm sure this is Vince's well. idea. Yeah, yeah. But the thing I mean, is, you if you look at it and you go, okay, now Vince is Vince. Like you have a look at what happened with um, the guy who was the North American champion as well. Um, I forget his name. The guy from Australia. Um, you know, he, he was released quite recently. On summary, thanks, Joe. Um, you know, you look at him and you're like, that guy's going to be amazing on the roster. But the reason he was released is he did a, a main event dark match. Vince Man didn't like the look of him and got rid of him. So if Vince yeah. Man's down in NXT and he goes, okay, I'm looking at all of these people. These ones don't fit. Get them gone. They're not wasting my time as a fan establishing them and then releasing them because then we develop an interest and say, oh, they're going to be great. And then all of a sudden they go like we have done with the Alistair Blacks and you know the Andrades. But at least by doing it this way, the people that you see down in NXT, when they do transition up to the main roster, they're, they're the people that Vince has already got behind. So we're not going to be wasting our time going, oh, Alistair Black's going to be the next world champion. And then 18 months down the line, he's released and he's in, a- in AEW. You know, us as fans have invested in, in the one product. Yeah, okay, the NXT product was brilliant with Triple H doing it. Like, it was really, like, urban. It was dark. It was cool. But I think they do need to change it up. And the fact that we're seeing so many people get ruined when they go to the main roster, they're not getting ruined. It's just not what Vince McMahon envisions in his yeah. company. But if they can envision them in his company and build them, like he did the Cena's, like he did the Randy Orton's, you know, you look at it now, Cena, Orton, they're the ones who are pulling in all the viewers and they're close to retirement. They've had 20 years and you're looking at what stars have they built up since. They've had Roman Reigns and even he's only just honing in his craft and he's been doing it 10 years. So if you can start him early and get him polished up early, like the Brock Lesnar's, you know, he won the world title within six months. How often can you see that for anyone else coming up from the main roster? So I think I'm looking at it in a positive way. It's going to be good because on the main product of the Raw Smackdown, getting it to the WrestleManias, those people are going to sell the tickets. And at the moment, could I see Karrion Cross winning the Royal Rumble and selling that WrestleMania? No. No. With the pending releases that may still come, if we're going off the basis then that they're getting rid of anybody effectively over the age of 30, 35, that type of thing, why, why is Tommaso Ciampa still there? Could his name be on the chopping block? I think there's a strong possibility he needs to be called up or he could be one of the next ones to go. We shall, uh, we shall see. I do worry for him slightly, um, but at the same time, it, it may very well be in his best interest. We shall yeah, see. I'm worried, worried about Walter as well. Very, very worried about Walter. I am also slightly worried about Walter as well. Um, but I suppose that's a chat for another day. But let's see what they do with him, if anything, in the next couple of weeks. If we don't see him for a couple of weeks, the writing might be. I know, but like, hasn't Walter? Well, yes, I do. The last two 
five star Meltzer matches in WWE slash NXT. Yeah, but to Vince McMahon, that would mean <laughs> nothing, won't it? <laughs> it's, it's, what what I mean? <laughs> it it's such good shit. Um, some some breaking news to bring in. It's just popped up. It's not very exciting, so don't get um, excited. It's been mm-hmm. announced that on this week's Rampage, the main event of um, Darby Allen versus Daniel Garcia, CM Punk yes. will be on commentary for that in, in match. So there we go. Oh, How exciting. It, it does commentary for some uh, cage fighting company, so he's used to that. And obviously he was on. Fox as well, isn't he? So and he was a career after. He was yeah. a commentator on Raw for six months as well, so he's used yeah. to that. He was. Well, let's not forget he has officially now retired from UFC as well, so he doesn't have to take <laughs> part in the doping policy anymore. Um, speaking of AEW, Kurt Angle did mention on his latest podcast in news earlier this week that he confirmed that he was offered a contract by AEW. He was actually offered two. He was offered an on-screen personality manager tight role but he was also offered a contract if he wants to turn that one down to wrestle quote unquote a few matches a year and um, he subsequently turned that down as well just saying that in his life at the moment neither it's not the right time for any of those opportunities but he will see what pops up in the future i think we can all agree that we don't want to see him again and that's coming from me saying you know he's my favorite wrestler of all time I don't want to see Kurt Angle in the ring again. Would I like to see him in AEW? Yes, if they use him right. They have been using Legends to a, a decent capacity they have. Um, that's the one thing that they have been doing right over WWE. But at the same time, I don't want to see him yet. I am happy for them to wait 6 to 12 months before they bring him in. And then they've got to bring him in with the right person. Yeah. I- yeah, I just thought I would bring that up. It's not necessarily a point for discussion. I just thought, well, why not? Whilst the news was out there. <laughs> um, the Broken School Sessions this week has been changed. Have you seen the news on this? It was supposed to be our friend Jonathan Cena. It was supposed to be this week. We're not going to be able to see him this weekend. We, sure. Well, we can't. No, we can't. Now, apparently, it hasn't even been recorded. And now they're not sure whether it's been cancelled altogether or just shelled for a later date. Um, instead, we're getting Seth Rollins. I, I, yeah, I don't know what. I mean, Jamie, you, you're a. I know you're a massive, massive Seth Rollins fan. You're a massive Seth Rollins fan. So you're, you're going to quite rolling. enjoy it. Oh, for God's sake. Well, to be fair, I mean, he has been around the block. He's been on the Indies for so long as well. He probably does have a lot of stories to tell coming up from the Indies through NXT. Obviously, he did win the NXT title. Uh, you could talk about the Shield. You've had everything with Roman and and John Moxley. Whether they will talk about him, who knows? Um, well, and then obviously everything else with obviously his wife now and going into fatherhood. So he has had a great career, uh, definitely before WWE as well. So he's gone through everything. He's won nearly every title. I don't see why it will be a, an issue. But John Cena obviously is very busy. They've just confirmed Peacemaker is. Co- They've just started releasing the uh, the teasers for that, yeah. so obviously he's probably need to go back on the promotion train, promotional train, and finish filming that soon. So I have to say, I'd much rather. I didn't think I'd ever say this, but I'd much rather watch a John Cena broke the school session over a Seth Rollins one. I just like in the last couple of years, Seth Rollins just doesn't do it for me now. I don't know whether it's just the way he's been booked or his character change. I much more preferred him in the Shield and subsequently afterwards with the, with the breakup. Lately, 
I, I just don't really have any interest. And you know, sad, yeah. I find it difficult to tune into a lot of wrestling as it is anyway. And like when we've spoken previously about the Broken School sessions, like The Godfather and Kevin Nash, I have gone back and watched some of them. I mean, I still haven't watched all of the Jericho one. I've only watched like the first hour of that. So this one doesn't, whereas the Cena one, I might have been interested actually in hearing what he had to say about being back in OVW and coming up as a prototype and, you know, just seeing a different side of things where Stone Cold can ask questions that might not necessarily be asked on DVDs and other documentaries. Rollins, I'm not particularly bothered. I think very similar to Jericho. I think if they had to do a John Cena one, it was probably about the longest one. Like, there's so much to cover, especially, like I said, 16-time world champion, coming from his bodybuilding background through OVW to them being the basic... Um, uh, ruthless aggression to Fugonomics to the John Cena we we know and dearly love today, and I'm sure we'll probably talk about his heel turns. No. Um, but yeah, like it would be definitely a great watch. I think it's one of those that would be about two hours long or at least split into two parts because there's so much to talk about with John Cena. Maybe they're saving it for Mania. I don't know. Maybe they're thinking Who big knows? mania weekend. Let's do it then, after Peacemaker's out, and they can talk going into his acting with the Marine. And I think it all whatever. depends what he does at Mania because it has been reported on the dirt sheets today. In fact, that re- this year's Wrestle this year's WrestleMania, next WrestleMania will be thirty-eight. They are now deciding to do that as a two-night event. Well, they've um, said every single WrestleMania from now on. Yeah, um, but they have also so said that they. They don't believe that The Rock will be performing um, against Roman Reigns. So, you know, The Rock is most likely not going to be at the event. Um, I mean, I know he wasn't going to be facing Cena anyway. He's going to be facing Reigns. So if he is going to be at Mania Cena, it would be interesting to see who he faces. But that would work well, like you said, Jamie, about the promotional side of things. It helps with Peacemaker, gets him on the Sun sessions, gets him at WrestleMania. Gets him his 17th world title, sells some more merch. No, but, it um, won't happen. I've got a gripe to pick with Dwayne. Oh, Do you not see on Instagram he's there casually watching Tyrone Woodley versus Jake Paul in that poor boxing match? I haven't because... seen him watch it because I haven't seen the No, no, match. nobody wants to watch it, but The no. Rock is there chilling going, let's go get this, boys. I'm like, why are you watching mm. that match, Rock? Why are you watching that fight? Nobody needs to watch that fight. Stop. I because mean, it was the bad just to beat. knock the other guy out. But Jake Paul's like undefeated. He just beaten a former UFC champion in a boxing match. Well, yeah, because it's not his sport. I could beat Jake. I could beat him in a boxing match. Who, Tyron Woodley? Both right. of them. <laughs> I'll but do Jake it now. Oh, he well, he's retired. Yeah, he says, I've retired. Never but he started. I don't know. Right, Logan we get... Paul will make his WrestleMania debut next year no, as well after no. appearing this year. No, no, definitely. Bunny will be back. Yeah, probably on Raw this week with the ratings. Um, just before we move on to the quiz, I know that um, Dan will probably be quite happy with this. We do have a new world champion in wrestling. We have a new NWA world champion. Um, the mighty Trevor Murdoch is the new world champion. I'm quite happy with that. I think he's paid his dues in the business for quite a few years. And it's good to see what I would call a traditional wrestler in a traditional wrestling company, or what certainly what they're trying to do, 
winning a traditional world championship. And I just think it fits the brand quite nicely for what they're doing at the moment. The company's had a lot of stock in Trevor Murdoch for a very long while. Um, he's one of these names. I, I almost forgot about it until NWA sort of resurfaced. You always remember Lance Cade as tag team partner a little bit more. Yeah. But, um, Rest you look in at, peace. Yeah, man. You look at um, Nick Murdoch. Um, not Nick Murdoch. What's his, yeah, you look at... I'm um, sorry, Nick Alves, Trev. sorry. Yeah. Um, and they merge in the two then, but yeah, you look at Nick Aldis, he had the title for over a thousand days or something like that. Oh, it was sorry. the case, they needed to make it mix it up, but he was a very good ambassador for the company. And you know, they're doing things that impact AEW. I don't know, WWE don't have much interest in him, but he can be one of these people that goes around and does a couple other different things. But I think, yeah, they did need to freshen up, and I'm glad that they have done. Brilliant, right? Shall we quiz it then? Joe, have you written a quiz this week? I have written a quiz, and it's all Lovely. general knowledge. Who I won last week? Jamie won. You hosted it, Dan. You can't win it as well. I'm so always that, winning. So that puts Dan on 14, Joe on 4, me on 3, Jamie on 7. So that's fine. So I'll win I'm this one to again. tie with... I'll win this one to tie with Joe. So let's... Yeah, let's jump on it. Sorry, Joe. What, what, what have you got for us? Uh, I was just going to say it's just a general wrestling quiz, but it, for two, it's not on WWE. There are some AEW and NWA questions in there as well. Ooh, so, I was going to say most of everything that we've talked about is probably going to be in here, so remember those names. Well, well let's um, go for it. Let's do maybe. it. <laughs> Question number one. What was Nick Aldis's gladiator name in the UK Gladiators? Yes, I actually do know that one. That was an awful incarnation of gladiators, that was. Okay. Question number two. What is Gangrel's real name? Oh, good Lord. Question number three. What character did Awesome Kong play on Glow? What was the character's name? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I've still only... I do know the answer to it, but I've still only ever watched the first, maybe second episode of not even in the second episode, so you're lying. How do you know? No, I still know it. Oh, good lord, almighty! It was what her real name is, yeah. Yeah. But what, was the what was the character? Oh, sorry. Oh no, I thought you said what her real name is. Oh, I don't know what. Oh god. The so, character name so she, in Glow. So she's a Glow, but what was the character name in Glow? Lovely. Okay. Okay. Question number four. How many times have the Good Brothers won the IWGP Tag Team titles? God, I don't know if I'm going to win this thing. You ain't. <laughs> Dan's like, I know everything here. <laughs> Question number five. We've just mentioned it. What network is the show Heels on in America? Yes, I know it. I knew it was okay. true. Question number six. What is the Iconics' new ring name? I knew it. I actually knew it. No, spell it right or you don't get the point. Oh, we're not in Tiny <laughs> Rebel Quiz. <laughs> okay. Question number seven. What was the first ever AEW match? I think it was All Out. First yeah. ever one. Yeah, I know. Oh, is this a point for each person or not? Well, you can't say what um, it is. Don't don't give anything away. A point for each. I, I want a, You get a point for both. So if you only have one, you don't get anything. I'll give you. Oh snap! <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm right anyway. I don't. I've I thought it was. All right. Okay. No idea. 
excuse me. Uh, question number eight. Where is Darby Allen from? Yeah, okay, that's fine. Question number nine. Matt Carter is a GCW champion, but what does GCW stand for? Mm. What do those letters GCW stand for? Cool. Uh, okay. Question number ten. Like, How many units? <laughs> Hang on, was that not num- what number no, was yeah. that? He already knows. Uh, ten. no, Ten's about to uh, eight, where is Darby Allen from? Nine, um, what does GCW stand for? And now question to number ten. How many universe titles has Brock Lesnar held? Universal titles. Okay. Just universal. Oh. Okay, has everyone got answers? Yeah. Okay, question number one. What was Nick Aldis's gladiator name? I know um, I actually know this one. Oblivion. Yes, it's Oblivion. Karen, Oblivion. Uh, Oblivion. And, yeah, Jamie? I had no idea, so I put Titan. <laughs> oh, it's Gladi shit. It's like when question Ian Wright number... presented it. Gladiator! <laughs> <laughs> uh, question number two. What's Gagwell's real name, Dan? Um, I can't remember his surname. I, I know his first name is David. No, that's no points. No. Karen? I have no idea. I can't remember. Jamie? I put Luke Travell because I have oh, no idea. Christ. <laughs> Dad's closest is David Heath, is his real name. We don't get half a point. No. No, he, do- no, he doesn't get anything, but he was closest. Fair enough. Um, question number three. What, was the char- what character did also Cog play in Glow? Go on, awesome Tarrant, you watched it. Awesome Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> I, I no. Know, I can't remember. Well, welfare Queen. Welfare Queen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she played the character of Tammy, the welfare queen, Dawson. That was her name. In the character. Go get all these welfare checks. <laughs> yeah. No, she's going to be in heels. She's going to make her return in heels. Isn't there an episode where she's just there in the ring just eating KFC chicken or something? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Uh, oh, I just, hang on, sorry. Just go, I need to tell you this before we move on. Uh, I saw a, um, a video earlier of, um, oh, what's his chops? What's the... British boxer called, very well spoken. Can't think now. What's his name going to be? Chris Eubank. Chris Eubank trying KFC for the first time ever. <laughs> and he has a bargain bucket. And he calls it, and I'm going to call it this from now on, the bucket of bargains. <laughs> so, yes, <laughs> it's great. So, yes, please carry on. <laughs> Question number four. How many times have the Good Brothers won the IWGP tag team title? <clears throat> Dad? Four. Uh, I didn't know. I didn't know. I put two. I put three. Three. <laughs> three. So, uh, Jamie is right. Three. Hey. Yeah, this they were nice. Three. Three times. There were five. Question number five: What network is the show Heels on in America? Dad. Stars. Stars. It's yeah, stars with a Z. With a Z. I did. I did put a Z. I did put a Z. If you didn't put a Z at the end, you don't get a point. <laughs> you lose two points. You lose. Oh, I'm not going to spell it right. Good day. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. This is just another spelling one. What is the iconic new ring name, Dan? Inspiration. 
And I would like to go with the inspiration. The inspiration, I would like to say, is the answer. It's not, though, is it? Here it is. It's not the. the. It is the. It's the inspiration. Uh, if you put no, if inspiration you... on the inspiration, you get a point. I'm not going to be cynical. This close enough. If you have to put there, I'm, I'm not going to be one of those people. Uh, I'm not going to be seven. Dan. <laughs> <laughs> what was the first ever AEW match, Dan? Sammy Guevara versus Kip Sabian. Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't know that. I can't remember. I Is that one point that. for both or two points? One Just point. One point. One point for both. What did no Jamie didn't get it right? I didn't get that right. No. What did you put? Uh, that was the first. That was the first AEW match. Yep. I thought the first, first AEW match right. was the Battle Royal, but does that not count on the pre-show? No, this match happened before because Sammy Guevara came out with like a panda head on, and uh, Kip Sabian um, ended up getting yeah. the win. I remember it. Fair enough. I thought I thought it was Young Bucks v Private Party. Well, you we ain't wrong. But I think that may have been the first match on Dynamite. Fair enough. Yeah, go on then. Uh, uh, question number eight: Where is Darby Allen from, Dad? Uh, California. Karen, I believe he's from Seattle, Washington. Uh, I put Ohio. Karen is correct. He's from Seattle, Washington. Yes, not just a pretty face with massive guns. <laughs> Question number nine. Um, Matt Cardona is a GCW champion. What does GCW stand for, Dan? Georgia Championship Wrestling. <laughs> no. Taron? Game Changer Wrestling. Mm, Game Changer Jamie? Wrestling. Taron and Jamie are right. Yes, Game Changer Wrestling. Okay. Uh, Question ten. How many times has Brock Lesnar held the Universal Championship, Dan? Twice. T Taron? I put once, but I've got a feeling it's twice now, but I did put once. I put four. Maybe. Oh, don't be so stupid. You're all wrong. He's held it three times. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was predicting the future. He's going to win it his fourth time. Right, well, I got a quality five out of ten. <laughs> Dan? I got, I got five yeah. as well. Well, <laughs> it, it's a three-way tie. <laughs> I'm going to have to think of a tiebreaker question. Oh, God, ma no, maybe I got six. Let me recount. One, oh, yeah, no, me, yeah, me too. Yeah. Four. No, I did only get five. I did only yeah, get me five. Too. Me too. Oh. Right, I tell you what, Joe, quickly find us a tiebreaker question. Something to do with like a big number, like an audience capacity or something. I don't know, which we can all have a guess on. Whilst Joe is searching for a number, Dan, where can people find us on the socials? Yeah, they can find us at Grapplecast Show. We are available on the Twitter, the Instagram, the Facebook. Um, you can give us a listen wherever you get your podcasts from, on your Deezers, on your Apple Podcasts, your Spotify's. Make sure to like, subscribe, leave us a comment. You know, the general. Yeah, and hit us up with any messages, guys. We've had a lot of interest in the last few weeks with new listeners and new subscribers, but we do want to hear from you. If there's any feedback that you have, something different you want to hear on the show or a special type of show, um, or if you just have any general comments, we are happy to read out all comments, as we have done previously on the show before. 
But yes, we are at Grapple Cast Show wherever you can find us on the socials. And please like and subscribe us. Is Joseph back yet with a question? Hello. Here we go. Here he is. What have you got for us? This is it, the tiebreaker. So this is an attendance question. Ooh. Um, what was the attendance at WrestleMania 18 and the nearest one gets it? Well, what oh. stadium was it at? Uh, no, that you're just wasting time so we can Google it. My answer here. Um, I will go with I don't think eighteen thousand seven hundred. Dan. Uh twenty-one thousand four hundred and eighteen. Oh Joe's gone. So you're uh, going what well, you're basically going twenty one and a half, I'm basically going Eighteen seven, and what are you going for, Jamie? What have you googled? I I haven't googled anything, but I'm just going to go more. So I'm going to say twenty three thousand five hundred. Shall I, I Google mean... it now whilst Joe is off? Because well, he's, he's gone. <laughs> what was it? WrestleMania eighteen. 18. WrestleMania eighteen. Ooh. Oh, it was in it was in Canada, and oh good lord, oh my. <laughs> <laughs> It was it a for God's sake. They are yeah. usually 50,000. But I don't think the arena was that big. The build attendance was 68,231. So I think, Jamie, you get the point on that, don't you? Overall. He does. It that has puts, to be more for WrestleMania. Good Lord. Ooh. That puts Jamie on the eight. Well, I think we're all going to sign off and say back bye. Back wins. Oh, for God's I sake. mean, I can't win next because I'll be Yeah, doing for the first time ever. Yes, it's your turn next week, isn't it? So, yes, um, join us next week, including Joe. He will be back. He's disappeared. Probably a takeaway order's arrived. Um, <laughs> where we will break down all out and we'll have a look at everything that's been happening in the world of wrestling. And yes, I've got nothing else to say. Bye. See you later, guys. Hold one. Arm drag. Brett screwed Brett. It's me, Austin. I did it for the rock. Oh, shut your mouth, you thong-wearing fatty! Number four, armbar! I am Sir Michael Cole!